Welcome back to the Discovering Forestry podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Lofi, alongside the star of the show, Mr. Joe Aitken, here for another compelling conversation about trees. Joe, we're in November. Leaves are dropping. Attitudes are changing. People are smiling. How are you? How are you holding up? I think I've fallen right in line with the group. It was a it was a good day, a good couple of weeks. You're right. The, the weather's changing. Um, I'm not sure how many outdoors we got. Hunting season's coming around next week for a lot of people. Um, in a very important day in a lot of states, it was uh, voter day. I voted. It was election day. You voted, Joe. I see the yeah, sticker. I got, hey, look, I know that they can hear it, but I do have my sticker on today. Oh, I like it. So I had my, I had Rory, my son with me. So we had to go get a haircut and then I go, come on, you want to go vote with me? So Rory, my seven-year-old got to go through the voting process today. Oh, that's pretty cool. So it was fun. Um, you got to do your, got to do your due diligence. You got to vote. So. Well, that's right. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that, that you were able to make the time to get out there. I know you're, you've got some big travels this week. You once again, got the nomination and the privilege of going to TCI and um, you leave for that tomorrow, I believe. Right. Yeah. TCI. It's just a, it's almost, I, I was telling uh, Amy Tetro with TCI when we were interviewing her, I says it's gotten too big. You know, does it make sense? It's not, uh, that's unless they're trying to make the biggest trade show ever. Um, it's really hard to see it, especially when you're in a, you have two booths to tend and, you miss so much because it's just so big. But, yep, TCI Expo, Charlotte, North Carolina. Fly out tomorrow. Here, here you come, Charlotte. Oh, yeah. I well, fit in there. well you'll, you'll have to tell that, Amy, that uh, I say hello. But without dancing around it anymore, the guest for tonight is Amy from Nebraska. So I'll just kick it off and say Amy from Nebraska. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Fantastic. Enjoying. We've had a great mild start to the fall, so it's been fantastic so far. Well, that's good to hear and keep those spirits high because we all know. That's right. Right. Um, But we don't need that stuff. (laughs) Not yet. Uh, Not yet. Amy, why don't you uh, just do us a a big favor? Tell us uh, first name, last name where you're from, and how you got to where you are today in the tree world. So I am Amy Nakai. I am the owner-operator of Rooted Tree Specialists in Omaha, Nebraska. I am the first ground-level female owner-operator in Omaha. So um, we built the company from the ground up, um, not inherited anything, not got anything. So literally, it has been bootstrapping it the entire way. 100% 100% referral based right now. And it's been awesome because a lot of our um, clients are all referral based. So there's not been a look of marketing and it's just been epically fun. Um, I am a certified arborist and also have my pesticide applicators license. So I'm also out there doing the tree work. Um, I'm not like an owner who's just sitting there doing the bookkeeping. I'm out there doing the tree work and also doing the applications as far as treatments are concerned. So yeah. That's wow. I do everything. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, it's interesting. Uh my first question is <laughs> Yeah, 
Well, first of all, I didn't know there was many trees in Nebraska. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. There Once, are a lot. I really hasn't, I haven't spent a lot of time in. But I know that there's a famous, uh, someone very famous in the history of arbor culture that started a arboretum out there. And isn't it Morton Sterling Arbor? Yeah. Isn't that in arbor Omaha? It is in Omaha. It's in Nebraska City, which is ish Omaha. But yes. Okay. Yes. All right. There are some trees there. There are some trees here. Yes. We worked on actually today an 88 year old pin oak. So it was, we trimmed it up and it was beautiful. It was built, the house was built in 1934. And we, um, the house, the tree was planted when the house was built. So yes, it was beautiful. Yeah. But how did you, obviously an owner operator, you're doing it all. Why trees? Were you drawn? Uh, That is a great question. So I actually, um, I'm an ultra marathon runner. So I am just a little word. I am 110% person. I, I do everything. I am a go-getter. Um, so anything, an ultra marathon is anything above a marathon. So I run 50 mile races. I run 63 mile races. I run hundred mile races. So I love being in the trees. And so I figured why not? Um, I love that trees are ever changing and always different than just a road in a neighborhood is the same every day so I love trail racing um so I at first was a office manager then I was a GM and then I was like you know I absolutely want to do this differently than what I have seen happen a lot of the companies have been um they inherited it from their father or they've been doing it the same way for the last 15 years and um I truly did see uh gratitude and a positivity for how to help people differently. So I opened up a a restaurant, restaurant, opened up a a company. So I absolutely love it. It's been a blast. And then we decided our motto and that's really the key of it where I do, I sat, I sit on the city board of Gretna tree board, which um, we do a lot of local community work. And so that's really where we got the rooted tree specialists were rooted in the community for the community let let's talk a little bit about that because i you you said some pretty interesting things there especially you know your company's what two two years old a year just only a year and you've done all this yeah so you made it a priority that you want to be rooted in the community and that you want to that you want to give back just in your in your one year of operation so far what does some of that look like Holy macaroni. So we've done a ton. So I wrote and have written the NRD grant um, two years now for the city of Gretna. Um, I've been awarded this year was the highest year. We planted 37 trees in the community. Um, And then the year before that, we planted 25 in the community for the NRD grant, um, which is Nebraska resource um, grant. And so they award you $2,500 and you get to plant (laughs) trees in the community. Um, you have to show how, I mean, it's a huge grant proposal that you have to put together. And then in addition to that, uh, we planted 10 trees in a local Omaha park. We, I wrote a grant proposal for that for um, another, uh, trying to remember if it was Nebraska Forestry Department d- District. And then I did additionally wrote um, another 10 trees that we planted in Gretna Um for another proposal, we actually ended up planting 22 trees for that one. I'm big time. And my crew, God bless their heart, came in on a Saturday, not paid just to help plant trees. I absolutely love it. Um, 
and just their willingness to be a part of what we really do is serving the community. Um, in, um, for Earth Day, we went and picked up trash in local parks. And um, for another, what's around Earth Day? I can't think. Uh, Arbor Day? Arbor Day. We planted more trees for another local park. So we're pretty big on like serving the community and being part of the community. That's awesome. Yeah. So I I hear PHC planting post care. Yes. Are you a, a climbing arborist also? So I do climb not as often. Um, my the owner with me, he is my he is phenomenal at it. He is the forte of it, and he knows all of the the best how to do what not. So today I was rigging for him. So he was in oh, the tree. Really? So we had two climbers and I was, rig yeah, I do a lot of the rigging for him. So I did the rigging for him, but he, is, that's his forte. So okay, so I do a lot of the plant health care. He does a lot of the climbing. That is definitely his niche. Well, I think it's important that you do get to sample the rope and saddle because it helps you as a well-rounded arborist to understand Thank both you. sides of the fence. So good for Very you. Much. Well, and I, I like too that, that you have, you've already brought up your team a couple times and it sounds like. This, this is where Joe and I see a lot of companies that they just hit their head against the wall because they can't find the good help. They can't yeah. find, uh, you know, and, it can't, and the bigger part is they can't get the buy-in. And you have a team that's so committed that they'll come in on the weekend, donate their time and resources to help actually give back. So yes. how, how did you do that? How do you attract talent like that that has that mindset? I really think it boils down to like your positivity and your gratitude. One thing that I've heard relentlessly, and this was even before I owned my own company is the crew will listen to you, Amy, the crew will do what you ask. And I'm like, because they know I care about them. Like there's a huge difference. And I think that when you show that gratitude of, I, it doesn't matter if I'm buying you burritos or, Hey, I, is your mom doing okay? Cause I know your mom was hurt or sick or injured. Like you do, you're so grateful for the client to your help and your employees and your team. And it is really a tribe that they really see that we care about them um, has made a world of difference from when I've owned a company, from when I've been previous, I really have seen a complete difference in the way people have operated companies versus the way we do things. It's amazing something as simple as that is so hard for so many people to achieve. Yeah. Uh, I you know, I go back 40 years in the business, 35 years working for one company. And I remember we, were, we had a, a huge, I think it was 10 or 12 inch maple on a crane getting ready to put it in the hole. And uh, this, I remember Carl was the crane operator. Do you remember? I remember him saying, Joe, I'm like, yeah, what? He goes, what size shoes do you wear? Like, I'm thinking, all right, cool. I'm going to do a pair of work boots. He goes, I'll size nine. He goes, why don't you get those F and size nine in the hole and start doing something? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was totally different back when I was uh, coming up in early days of arbor culture compared to what it is now. But you're right. Just a simple, hey, how is everything going? It is completely different. I, and I have been in those industries where it is get the F in the tree and get your butt up there and all that crap. Yeah, and it is a drastic. today. Yep. And it is a drastic difference when you just show gratitude. Um, I mean, there are times where I'm like, Hey, like don't hit this fence. Hey, I need you to do this, whatever. But they, 
they really do buy into helping when you show gratitude of that you actually do care about them. Yeah, compassion. All encompassing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I love it, and it's so simple just to just to smile and be kind. It's it's you know you you get sick of the way things are now. Just be kind. Be kind. Anybody can say it, but to actually do it, sometimes it's 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 we're in a unique time in all of our lives post pandemic uh the world's different um people are different and i think uh you know in, in Corey and i we're trying so hard to get some professionals on here to talk about um mental health and mental health awareness having a group of people that work with you um and them knowing that you care is such a huge um part that we're missing on a day-to-day -day basis in arboriculture yeah. When you don't dread coming to work every day, when you, I mean, I want it to be a place where they know it's not only family, but that you, they're appreciated. Very nice. Hey, Amy, what other industries have you been in other than the tree world? And how does this, how does this, how does this stack up against them? Because, because clearly, totally different. <laughs> yeah, no. And that that's perfect because that's what we need to hear. And that's how we're going to progress this industry. Like I've seen you do over the course of yeah. your career. Uh, that's how we're going to progress it. So what did you, what did you study or what were you involved in? I graduated with my um, degree in college with um, middle grades education. I was going to be a teacher. And then I went and um, my husband's military. And so uh, I just did a part-time job for a while while he was deployed, um, worked in a jewelry industry for 15 years and then um, did social work. <laughs> so after social work, which was very amazing, um, I was helping kiddos post adoption, which was a huge, huge blessing, a huge passion of mine. I have adopted sisters. And so being part of that was amazing. Um, but family wise, it definitely was, they were asking me to come in during the evenings and whatnot. And so it was difficult. And so I needed to find something that I could be in and be there for my kids who were in sports and everything. And I love trees. So then it progressed to getting my arborist license and snowballed from there. So, so what I really like about this, and I know I don't know why it's just coming to my mind now, though, is uh, Joe and I, we've had people on the on the podcast and we talked to a lot of people who, you know, they've always done it, but they've yes. always been in trees and, you know, kind of starting a business was just kind of how their dad did it, kind of like you were talking about earlier. Yes. So you've really had the opportunity to build a company rooted in the community how you wanted it to be for you for the community yes. for your employees yes from scratch it's not from, like from we're gonna do it let's go yeah. right and i i mean i pick up things really easily which is great but i really so like it's as simple as one thing that we have been key on is if you're if the job is done efficiently effectively and the customer's happy happy and you get done your jobs for the today you're done at one and I'll give you till eight hours. Whoa. And that is definitely unique um, that I have seen and that I've experienced because, oh, well, it gives no incentive for anybody to work faster or work harder because if they're done and you add on stuff, then what the hell am I doing? I get to, I get an add on. So why would I work harder? So they are happier. I'm giving them taking care of them. And it's just created a community where they know that we care about them. Cool. You, um, you mentioned something that kind of stuck with me and I don't think enough tree care companies do this. And 
like I said, for being in a business as short as you have been, <laughs> you're you're pretty connected with the Nebraska forestry. I am. And not only that, so I am a Nebraska certified arborist. Um, I'm actually going for Nebraska directorship for the Nebraska Arborist Association. So that vote goes on in January. So I'm up for election. So I hope that I get nominated. Um, but I do think that I love building and pulling the community together. I'm not somebody who's like, I'm not going to share my secret sauce because I want everybody to succeed. Um, we all bring different aspects to the table. And I really don't want, I want us to grow as a community because I do care about the trees in the community five, 10, 15 years from now, whether they use us or someone different. Yeah, not really that, but I said, as being part of the state, you know, not just the state ISA, I'm thinking about like University of Nebraska, um, the extension, yeah. the actual forestry department and planting trees. Yeah. It's a hard that's a hard nut to crack for a lot of states, for a lot of tree care companies to work with their state. Well, thank you. I, I really do enjoy it. It's really our mission is like, so when we were creating, when I was creating the company, I really did create the motto first rooted in the community for the community, because it's really speaks about who we are. I sit on the Gretna city tree board. We write grants. We're involved. We plant trees. How can we give back to the community? And that's really where we came up with then the business name too so perfect yeah. um, so you came um, from the grassroots of the name in your whole mission was to be involved yes i like it thanks yeah, it's just too easy <laughs> it is gratitude i mean it is seriously like that's why i do not have a problem with sharing with people like my not only my success but truly what is gratitude. The more you're grateful and the more you have positivity, it really does change your aspect of things. So that, that's gotta be something that, that you saw, right. Coming outside of the industry and into it and just maybe not, maybe not even feeling that gratitude or maybe not seeing it, but wanting to develop the culture for your own. Correct. Very much. I mean, we even have clients who, I mean, have said yes to jobs and yes, that they're, you know, let's say, $5,000, whatever. Yes, I proceed with that 5,000, but it got done faster than I expected. We will come back to them and say, Hey, you know what? It got, it went smoother than we expected. We're going to knock a thousand dollars off or whatever it may be. And I have never seen a company do that because they're already got the money. You, they already said yes. So then if you get it done faster, sweet, you can get another job done. And it really boils down to helping the community. I mean, yes, I'm here to make money, but I'm not here to price gouge people. And if we can help the community in any way, like it folds out into everything we do. You know, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go out on a limb and in five, 10 years, when this really is just thriving, I, I could see a franchise with the, with your, with your theory <laughs> I could see a little rooted tree specialist all around the country. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't, I don't know about that. I really do. I love what I do. I don't know if I could, I don't know. I don't know how I, I would love it no, if other people it. embraced that though. Truly. I do. I would rather people embrace that. Absolutely. That heart and that passion of helping uh, others. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's what the world needs. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Cause I, I we're working with some, some franchises right now and they're, they're okay. They're okay. But they don't have, they don't have that. 
drive and desire in that. I think you have a special niche um, with the way you view business. And I think maybe it is your background in social services that gives you the, um, the, the heart to see it differently. Maybe, oh, that, thank you. maybe that's what I'm trying to get to without being a, a sap. Um, you didn't grow up in this, this with a bunch of hard asses screaming at you. You know, you, you had a vision, you wrote it down. Now you're said plan, administering said plan. It's cool. So what, what, what's the next direction, Amy? Where do you think you're going to take Rooted? Um, so we have, we now have a landscaping division as well. So um, we plant a ton of trees for clients. We just did a memorial tree for someone, which was very heartwarming and it was a very emotional process for this family. Um, but just that aspect of it has been life-changing because trees, planting trees are not only symbolic, but it can go so deep. It can be a memorial for someone. It can be um, a tree that your kid climbs on that you want to plant because you just miss that. I mean, we removed a tree that a lady, her she just wants her kids to climb on a tree and we planted a new tree for her because um, it was an ash tree that she hadn't treated. And so it was just heartbreaking. Uh, but we planted a new tulip tree. So I love my tulip trees. Um, oh. I love them. They grow fast and they're great trees and great shade trees. So we're excited for her kids to climb, climb on it someday. What's so that I would say is the first, first things first, but really just I obviously like helping the community more. What's the Nebraska state tree? The cottonwood tree, sir. Part the of the plain, poplar family. Plains cottonwood. The plains <laughs> cottonwood. We have some big ones too. We got some big ones. So we don't have the 125 foot, you know, pine trees and whatnot that Oregon and Colorado and all of those have, but we have our cottonwood trees. <laughs> my, my daughter bought a house and she has her home where, uh, housewarming party on Saturday and she has a cottonwood tree in her backyard. It's got to be 50, 60 inches in diameter and got to be pushing a hundred foot tall. I mean, they're, they're monstrous. They're huge and they grow like two feet a year. So they're a, they're a spectacle. She's like, dad, you can prune that for me. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I don't do that much anymore. I, I may have to get the lower limbs for you, but I'll have to bring a buddy in for that. <laughs> Rent a yeah. lift. Right make make a weekend out of it amy as as we're kind of concluding and, and bringing this episode all together uh, i'm gonna throw you a tough question oh boy okay? and okay. that is if if you came from outside the industry so yes. i'm gonna pose this question to you as if you're reaching to people also from outside the industry what okay. advice would you give them get in the tree industry don't what would you tell them um i would say get in the industry i think that um, a story that I like when I first became GM, that was a tough nut to crack because I was a female and, um, I, they didn't know who I was. And I grew up, you just listen to your boss. Your boss tells you what to do. You listen to your boss. And that was definitely not what I walked into. It was definitely questioning because she doesn't know what she's talking about. And I actually did. So I had to show them that I knew what I was talking about that. Nope. We're going to you, we're going to empty it this way. We're going to rig it this way. We're going to pull it this way. That um, I knew what I was talking about. So I would say getting into the industry, you absolutely need to know what you're doing. Um, but gratitude, I know that that's, I've been saying that, but truly 
the more you're grateful for any client and the more you, that you ask people and have that relationship with people, it really does. Everything falls into place. If you're grateful for your crew, if you're grateful for your clients, that attitude literally pours out of you that, you know, um, and so changing your perspective and having that positivity, that gratitude, it pours into everything. So I would say have a mindset of that because once you start in the, I have to be a manager, I have to do these, I have to pull these numbers, it becomes super stressful. Whereas if you pull it from a gratitude and I really do want to serve it, at least for us, it's changed our perspective. I came up with a tongue twister for you. I'd listen to that gratitude. And I'm thinking it's almost like, um, when it's contagious, it's almost like, and I'm using a tree term, grafted. Grafted yeah. gratitude. It's in everything what you do. Yeah, it yeah, really is. The roots are all grafted together with gratitude. Yes. Put Joe on your marketing team. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> oh my God. It's just, that's amazing. That's awesome. No, Amy, yeah. we're Joe and I, speaking of gratitude, Joe and I are, extremely grateful for you taking the time um you know it, it really is it, it has been amazing to see how far you've come over the last what three four years that we've known each other it's been i awesome. was gonna say i know I, we were sitting together and you're like oh my god you're gonna do this all right cool yep if anybody can you can and i just was like yep watch me <laughs> and you are and you're just getting started see that's the amazing thing is you're, you're yeah. you know you're you're a couple of years into this world already light years beyond where many people even get in their careers so that's pretty good yeah thank you i've absolutely loved it i like i truly do go to work every day i love what i do and i mean i'll put down 14 hours days and i just freaking love it i absolutely yeah, it's a joy to go, I, whether I'm on the crew that day or whether I'm helping clients that day or planting trees that day, it doesn't matter. I love it. Awesome. Well, we'll, we'll put we'll put your, um, at least your website in the show notes. So if people have any questions, they can reach out that way. Um, and um, once again, just so, so grateful. Uh, and thank you so much, Amy, for taking your time and being here. Thank you guys so much. I love listening to you guys. So when I'm treating trees, just as a little side note, I, when I'm treating trees, I literally listen to podcasts as I'm treating trees. So I appreciate it. Uh, specifically, you guys' podcast. So I've learned a ton. I can't tell you how many times I've texted Corey and said, um, I've listened to this one about abscisic and gibberellum and nonstop PGR. So I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We, we, we Like I said, as we're wrapping up, we only got to criticize a few times because we didn't do enough on forestry. So Corey and I, next year, we got to talk to real dirt foresters, someone that just goes around. But um, well, we both yeah. love them. Yeah. Thank awesome. you guys so much. It's been a pleasure. Hey, great topic today. Yes, and lots of good information. Yeah, probably one of our best yet. If you enjoyed the podcast or have topics you would like to discuss, please send them to discoveringforestry at gmail.com. And please hit the subscribe button and tell a friend. Thanks, guys, uh, for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Joe. And I'm Corey. Signing, Signing out. out.